from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. All right. All right. We are having a rough day in the studio yes, today, guys. Uh, it's, I mean, it's barely, well, it is 10 o'clock now. <laughs> We're supposed to start recording at 9. And, whew. It has just been one disaster after another. You're listening to take four of this episode. Yeah, take four of this episode because we can't apparently get our our shit together. And uh, went over to pour some Saison for the sampling today because we were going to try the Saison. Really excited about yeah. that. Oh, uh, go so over exciting. and nothing comes out of the tap. And I'm like, huh. well, that's that's weird. That is weird. And like, so then I pop open the, uh, the kegerator <laughs> and the entire keg's worth of beer. Is filling the bottom of the kegerator, and you check out the picture on the Blind Ninja Studios Facebook. Yeah, it's see what's uh, going on. I mean, yeah, (laughs) it was an unexpected (laughs) problem. Yeah, the uh, yeah, (laughs) it was just not good. So uh, we're going to rebrew the saison. (laughs) We misstyled guys. (laughs) I think we it's, misstyled hard. We mostly missed serving. Yes. Because it's not supposed to be served in the bottom of a dirty freezer. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's freezer filtered, man. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right. Anyway, so yesterday we went to the, uh, the Pitchfork uh, Harvest Festival. Yes. And that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Absolute blast. Uh, had some smoked pumpkin ale. The smoked pumpkin ale was nice. Yeah. Just a, like a hint of that smoke character. Yeah. It wasn't overwhelming yeah. at all. And the wet hop was nice. It was, yeah, that was very good. I love the wet hop. Yeah, it was good. Forward beer. to that one every year. <laughs> um, oh, and then we also had. Uh, oh, the the bitter. They had a bitter on Firk in there. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah, four and a half percent, man. Just going to town on that that was a lot of fun yeah i didn't have any beers inside so i missed that one yep and then we went and had sushi with uh with with pete for his birthday yes and had some uh some japanese beers some japanese beers yeah and that was and they spelled mine wrong in the menu yep (laughs) they they spelled it wrong in the menu and you couldn't figure out how to order properly asahi was the beer but they spelled it asashi oh that's right and so when i said it matt was like asahi and i was like oh well look and then he's like oh yeah it's wrong in there He's like, I got you, Rick. And then you're like, wait, no, I read it off the thing. Like, that's, not my that's fault. The that menu works. spelled it wrong, right? <laughs> All right, so let's uh, because we can't taste the saison, we're going to skip over that and do the beer to guard. Yes. So, I mean, we could taste the saison, but that's could, not going to really be a pleasant to, experience. Yeah. <laughs> Seen the bottom of that kegerator. All right, so. Oh yeah, I remember this beer now because we we sampled we we also lost two Homebrew Bound episodes, so we're kind of re-recording these. Yep. Uh, but don't worry, we weren't able to taste the saison in that one either. So yeah, <laughs> we've been having a rough couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, so we got the uh, the beer to guard just for a uh, recap of what the recipe on this one was. It was eight pounds of two row, two pounds of Munich, two pounds of Vienna. 
uh, one pound of crystal 40. And then we used Strissel Spalt uh, at 60 minutes, one and a half ounces uh, for 18 IBUs. And then we used another uh, ounce of Strissel Spalt at Flame Out. Ah, uh, yes, the Strissel Spalt. Strissel Spalt. Uh, and then we fermented with Belgian Saison yeast uh, from White Labs. Mm hmm. All right. Um, so this was supposed to come in about uh, 7.5%. And it did. We hit those numbers. So let's dive into the style guidelines. Have it up here. So overall impression, looking for a fairly strong malt, uh, accentuated, lagered, uh, artisanal beer with a range of malt flavors uh, appropriate for the color. All are malty yet dry with clean flavors and a smooth character. The aroma should be a prominent malty sweetness, often with a complex light to moderate intensity. Toasty, bready rich malt character, low to moderate esters. Little to no hop aroma, maybe a bit spicy, peppery, or herbal. Paler versions will still be malty, but will lack richer, deeper aromatics and may have a bit more hops. Generally quite clean, although stronger versions may have a light, spicy alcohol note as it warms. Um, so, there's definitely some esters in here. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't seem as prominent as they were in the last bottle, though. Maybe not. Definitely peppery. Yeah. Spicy. I don't know if that's from the hops. I think it's from the esters. I think it's from the yeast, yeah. Uh, malty sweetness, a little bit of banana. A little bit. The mm-hmm. last the last bottle yeah. we had was a banana bomb. Yeah, this that's is, right. This is a lot, lot better. Yeah. More subdued, but it's in there. Uh, toasty and bready. Yeah, there's definitely that. Maybe a little bit of toffee? Hmm. Yeah, there's a touch of toffee in there if you look for it. So aroma, yay or nay? What do you think? Looks good to me. I think it's I think it's I think it's close, but uh Yeah, I think it's passable. Yeah. It's I mean it's, it's right on that edge where if there was if there was more yeast esters, if that if that banana was a little bit more prominent, I think I'd fail it. Probably. Alright. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a pass. Yeah. Alright, appearance. Three main uh variations. Yep. Yeah, exist. Uh, blonde, amber, and brown. This is uh, more of the amber. Yeah. Um, so color can range from golden blonde to reddish bronze to chestnut brown. So this is uh, definitely like a reddish bronze. Yeah, for sure. Uh, clarity very, is brilliant. To very clear. Super clear. This like I can see Rick through the glass, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, <laughs> it makes his head look bigger. Mm-hmm. That's, that's already pretty big. Yeah, it's a pretty big head. Yeah. Um, well-formed head generally, uh, white to off-white, uh, average persistence. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely get that. Um, well-formed. Had the average persistence. Mine's still around just a little bit. Yep. It's just a ring of it. Ring of a left. <clears throat> All right. Flavor. Medium to high malt flavor, often with a toasty, rich, biscuity, toffee-like, or light caramel sweet character. Malt flavors and complexity tend to increase with beer color. Low to moderate esters and alcohol flavors. Medium low hop bitterness provides some support, but the balance is always tilted toward the malt. Darker versions will have more of an initial malty sweet impression than paler versions, but all should be malty in the palate and finish. The malt flavor lasts into the finish, which is medium dry to dry, never cloying. Low to no hop flavor, spicy, peppery, or herbal. 
although paler versions can have slightly higher levels of herbal or spicy hop flavor, which can also come from the yeast. Smooth, well-lagered character, even if made with ale yeast. Aftertaste of malt, character appropriate for the color, with some dryness and light alcohol. <laughs> so, right off the bat with the recap, we didn't lager this. No, nope, no. we can't. We can't. We can't lager. Uh, but we, we uh, it was pretty cool while this was going, so we're like, uh, as close as we can get here. Yeah. The um, time of year is about as close. Yeah. So, definitely uh, caramel and toffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the toffee. Biscuit. The toffee's in there. Um Uh, peppery biscuity yeah there's definitely some pepperiness in there yeah. i think it's from the yeast mm. the yeast or the strissel spalt yeah that's a hard call to make because yep. we haven't had strissel spalt um on it definitely own. dry finishes yep. out very very dry mm -hmm. um and it's malty all the way through a little bit of esters but not not too much like, I get a little bit of banana on the back end, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't get much ester from this. I, I think it's more present in the aroma. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very little. And it might be just because I'm, like, looking for it. Could be. Now it's hiding. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think, uh, I think we got the flavor, man. I think so. It tastes like what this describes. Mm-hmm. So... All right. Uh, Mouthfeel. Medium to medium light, lean body, uh, often with a smooth, creamy, silky character. Moderate to high carbonation, moderate alcohol warming, but should be very smooth and never hot. Yes. Yep, we got that. Uh, Mouthfeel spot on. Um, you, you can definitely tell there's some alcohol in here, and it kind of warms down, but it's not hot. Like, it's that back of the yeah. throat. And, like, the little peppery notes help with that, too, I think. Yeah, it's just it's it's somewhat warming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh this is a good like post found out that you dumped a batch of beer into the bottom of your kegerator. Uh, yeah, because it's a success. It's a success <laughs> and it's high in alcohol. So yeah. you just feel better about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm speaking of that, I'm gonna have a little bit more <laughs> now that you brought that up. <laughs> She's gotta be okay, guys. We had a hashtag beer's aster. Uh, hashtag beersaster. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, going back to, all right, so let's wrap this up. This yep. is a success. I success. think we hit style. We got a little borderline on a couple things, but still within style, and I think that, so success all the way. And we may be grading on a curve today because of how bad we feel about ourselves. That is entirely possible. It's possible, but I don't think probable, because yes. I think this beer hits it. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Oh, this is a solid amber. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would change is ferment it a little bit cooler. Right. Uh, and that would cut down those those slightly questionable esters. Right. Which is something that we can't do right now. So. Yeah. So the only thing that we would do, we can't right yeah. now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, Not that's too really bad, the really. only thing I would change. So yeah, I'm going to give this one a <clears throat> thumbs up. A little it's green got the old check mark on, on the list there. All right. So... Uh, yeah, I just I kind of I kind of want to go back to the beer disaster yeah. for for a minute. Um, they happen. They happen to everybody. We I mean we've been talking about this for a while too. Mm -hmm. Like how we've done, we had done thirty four beers without a significant 
yeah. disaster, and so it was time. Yeah, we've had a couple of bad beers, but that wasn't, you know, that just happens. Yep. We were just waiting for a beer-zaster. And I think we found it. We found it. We yeah, found we did it. find it. The only thing I'm really bummed about is we didn't actually get a taste of Saison before, <laughs> before it happened. Like, <sighs> That's a true bummer. That's, yeah, that's a true bummer. At least, like, I don't think the beer was super expensive, so rebrewing yeah. it again won't be a big deal. I might even, uh, that, it, this might be a rebrew that we throw a little higher up in the, in the chain. Yeah. Just because I want to get it out and. Yeah. Do you think there would be maybe any in the keg left that we could recarb? No, that keg is empty. Okay. Because it also, it, it also emptied my, uh, my CO2 tank. Ah. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that it's that's it's empty it's floating in there <laughs> kegs aren't supposed to float damn it yeah i was hoping maybe we could find some way to save unfortunately no <laughs> all right so uh yeah so if a beer disaster happens to you don't feel too bad it it they just kind of happen, and there's not a whole lot you can Go do about it. Go ahead and post a picture of your beer zaster on our Facebook. That's yeah. what we did. Or send us your beer zaster stories. Yeah. There we go. Trying this beer. This is another high ABV beer. Oh, shoot. I have to drink this. All right. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the Brown IPA, uh, which is which is in the special IPA ca- specialty IPA category, twenty one B. One of the commercial examples uh, is the Dogfish Head Indian uh, Brown Ale, which is uh, what we're trying right now. They've uh, they've re-bra- rebranded it from a brown ale to a dark IPA, so uh, to kind of like keep it in line with the style, I think. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to be drinking that while we're going through the style here. 21B. Mm-hmm. Oopsie, wrong way. Went too far. Getting there, I'm getting Specialty there. IPA, brown IPA. Overall impression, hoppy, bitter, and moderately strong like an American IPA. But with some caramel, chocolate, toffee, and or dark fruit malt character, as in, as in an American brown ale. Retaining the dryish finish and lean body that makes IPAs so drinkable, a brown IPA is a little more flavorful and malty than an American IPA without being sweet or heavy. Right on. <clears throat> so we want to find something that is IPA-ish, but a little bit more sweet and malty. Yeah. But not too much. Not too much, but just a little bit. Just walk the line, Johnny Cash. All right, aroma. Uh, we're looking for a moderate to moderately strong fresh hop aroma featuring one or more characteristics of American or New World hops, such as tropical fruit, stone fruit, citrus, floral, spicy, berry, melon, pine, resinous, etc. Uh, many versions are dry hopped and can have an additional fresh hop aroma. This is desirable, but not required. Grassiness should be minimal. If present, a medium-low to medium-multi-sweet aroma mixes in well with the hop selection and often features chocolate, nuts... Uh, dark caramel toffee, toasted bread, and or dark fruit character. Fruitiness from yeast may also be detected in some versions, although a neutral fermentation <laughs> character is also acceptable. A restrained alcohol note may be present, but this uh, character should be minimal at best. Any American or New World hop character is acceptable. New hop varieties continue to be released and should not be const- should not constrain this style. Don't constrain. So, looking at our commercial example here. 
Uh, sweet. Yeah. What is that smell? Like a man. Like I'm getting like a carbonic bite in the aroma. I gotta either de degas this a little bit. I think. So that's what it is. Okay, there we go. Uh, almost like a reason. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you get it a little... It smells almost burnt. I'm getting, like, a chocolate caramel uh, with, like, there's, a, like, a resiny aroma. Yeah, resin, that's what it is. But, yeah, chocolate and caramel and resin are the three things I'm picking up in the aroma. Yeah, not a ton of uh, hop aroma. No. Uh, what was the bottle date on this? <laughs> that would explain that. Do you want to know the bottle date? <laughs> Probably should before we get too into bashing this thing. Uh, 12-29-16. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> so about a year ago. Well, that's like 10 months ago. 10 months old. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's young for an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can't be too harsh on this one then. Well, we, I mean, we can, but we shouldn't be. But we probably will be. Yeah, we probably will because we're feeling bad about ourselves today. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, aroma. That's that's kind of what I'm picking up here. You want to do the yeah. appearance? Uh, appearance. Color ranges from reddish brown to dark brown, but not black. Frequently opaque, but should be clear if visible. Unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. Medium sized cream colored to tan head with good persistence. Uh, it looks ruby, ruby colored almost. Yeah, it's like, like ruby, it and up. it's crystal freaking clear, man. Yeah, like if you if you set it on the table and just kind of look at it, uh, yeah. it's it's brown. Yeah, like just kind of like an opaque brown, but you hold it up to the light and you get like this really cool ruby color coming through. Well, it should be clear if visible, which makes sense because this beer you can see that it's there. Yep. So I mean, it is not an invisible beer. Which is good. Which I mean, would also be clear, so I don't think that was necessary to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, <laughs> sometimes, like, when we're going through these, it's like, who, who came up with this verbiage? I think what they meant was, should, uh, be, should be clear, if not opaque. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not visible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good job, guys. Good job. All right, the important one, flavor. Hop flavor is medium to high and should reflect an American or New World hop character such as an entire list of flavors. <laughs> uh, medium high to high hop bitterness. Malt flavor should be medium low to medium and is generally clean but malty sweet up front with milk, chocolate, cocoa, toffee, <clears throat> nutty, biscuity, dark caramel, toasted bread, and or dark fruit malt flavors. It's a lot of flavors. Mm -hmm. uh, the character uh, malt uh, choices and the hop selections should complement and enhance each other, not clash. The level of malt flavor should uh, nearly balance the hop bitterness and flavor presentation. Uh, low yeast-derived fruitiness is acceptable but not required. Dry to medium finish, residual sweetness should be medium-low to none. The bitterness and hop flavor may linger into the aftertaste and should not be harsh. A very light, clean alcohol flavor may be noted in stronger versions. No roasted, burnt, or harsh, bitter malt character. Mm-hmm. My God. A lot of caramel. Like burnt caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a... 
Like you took the caramel things, you're gonna make caramel apples, and you left them in the uh, the, I've the had microwave this, too long. Yeah, I've had this flavor before, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Maybe maybe I won't. But it, it's like burnt caramel, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the, um. <clears throat> You know what I'm talking about? You've had this flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to say it was like a like a like a biscotti or something. Like no, uh, I honestly can't. Like I can't. I think <clears throat> I know what it is for me. It's uh, <sighs> Vegemite. No, uh, this is not Vegemite at all. No, what's the one that Marmalade? the Australian uh, the Australians eat? That's Vegemite. Yeah, without the salt. Yeah. I don't think you can have Vegemite without the salt. It, well, the, Vegemite has that back-end flavor that tastes like this. It's mostly mm. salt, but then this is like the back-end flavor on it. I don't know if I agree with that. You you may disagree. This is what I'm picking yeah, up. I know. Yeah, I'm getting like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Burnt. Taste burnt. Yep. Uh, the hops or the there's there's some firm bitterness there. There is uh, not a whole lot of hop distinguishing markers. Then again, this beer's a year old, right. so you wouldn't expect any. <clears throat> I don't know what I'd like to know what malt they use though. Yeah, that would be it interesting. Taste. Uh, they they use brown sugar in this, and that's that's where you get that oh! molasses. Burnt. That's that flavor. Yeah. Yep. The yeah, it's molasses. Not Vegemite. Yeah, not Vegemite. I'm a dumb. Well, you know. <laughs> it's molasses. If only somebody at this table had said, no, that's not Vegemite. Yeah, if only. <laughs> <laughs> molasses is right. what it is. It tastes like molasses, but without any sweetness. All right, you want to dive into mouthfeel? I do want to dive into it. Uh, mouthfeel, medium light to medium body with a smooth texture. Medium to medium high carbonation, no harsh hop derived astringency, very light, smooth alcohol warming, but not very light, smooth alcohol warming, not a fault if it does not intrude into overall balance. Yeah, no, that uh, that's that seems about right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is medium light body, I think. Yeah, that's what I'd call it. Medium carbonation, smooth texture, medium carbonation, um, no real astringency. Scott. Yeah, it's got almost like nitro-sized bubbles, like they're real tiny. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't very taste. tight. Yeah, tight bubbly head. <laughs> um, history: a mo- more modern craft beer name for a style that has long been popular with U.S. homebrewers, when it was known as a hoppier American brown ale, or sometimes Texas brown ale, despite or- origins in California. Is it just because everything's bigger in Texas? Like, I don't know, but I like it. I, I think it's stupid. I like Texas brown ale. I think that's cool. We got a TBA over here. Well, like it can't be a California brown ale. Why not? Because it wasn't. <laughs> but it was made in California. But it wasn't, so it can't be. <laughs> you know, your logic is irrefutable. <laughs> Jesus. Just right. saying. Nah. Character uh, Characteristic ingredients. Yeah. Similar to an American IPA, but with medium or dark crystal malts, lightly roasted chocolate-type malts, or other intermediate color change 
color character malts. May use sugar adjuncts, including brown sugar. American or New World finishing hops with a tropical, fruity, citrusy, berry, piney, or melon aspects. The choice of hops and character malt is synergistic. And they very much have to complement each other and not clash. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, style comparison, a stronger and more bitter version of the American Brown Ale with the balance of an American IPA. Mm-hmm. Vital statistics. statistics. Our favorite part. Besides the flavor when we get to drink it. Yes, I do like the drinking part. <laughs> but I also like the learning part. So. I do too. That was a fun noise. What was that? That was my tile on my keys in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to communicate with my phone that I haven't set it up with yet. Um, okay. So our IBUs, 40 to 70. Okay. SRM of 11 to 19. All right. Are you going to acknowledge everything I say here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at a recipe, making sure. That oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't do that for any of the other things I read. No, no, I just I gotcha. I apologize. I'm just like looking at a recipe. I get you now. I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> so I've used forty to seventy SRM eleven to nineteen, OG ten fifty six to ten seventy, final gravity ten oh eight to ten sixteen, and an ABV of five point five to seven point five percent. Woo! All right. Let me blast through some commercial examples here. So commercial examples, Dogfish Head Indian Brown Ale, which is the one that we have. Uh, Grand Teton Bitch Creek, my favorite name. Harpoon Brown IPA. Russian River Janet's Brown Ale. And I remember last time we recorded this, you had an interesting factoid about Janet's. Yeah, so Janet's Brown Ale started out as a homebrew recipe. Uh, One of the hosts of the uh the the brewing network uh he he invented that recipe and like that was one of the first uh first all grain brews i did was a janet's brown yeah uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun uh it was named after his wife and there you got it nice old janet yeah yeah the the host over there is uh, uh tasty mcdole tasty mcdole that really his name? Well, that's that's what he goes by. That's great. Like his yeah, his nickname is Tasty. Anytime someone has Dole in their name, it reminds me of Bob Dole. Oh, Bob Dole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys ready for a recipe? Because I know I am. I am. Are you ready, listeners? This. Uh, I, I'm kind of bummed that we that I we. I think I heard them say yes. Okay. I'm kind. I'm kind of bummed that we missed the. Uh, or that, that we lost the uh, the actual episode when we came up with this recipe because there was a lot of really good back and forth, but yeah. I can't remember exactly what we said, so I'm just going to read off the recipe. We're not going to pretend yeah. for you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, so... Just know that we had a good time. Yep. Uh, nine pounds of two-row, one pound of uh, Crystal 40, one pound of Victory Malt, uh, eight ounces of Crystal 120, uh, and then four ounces of Chocolate Malt. Mm-hmm. And so that gives us an uh, an SRM of nineteen point six, which is a little over the recommended. But we figured the point six for all that 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 complex flavor right. is it's not going to be noticeable. Yeah, that was the thing that we decided with, and and we've we've long been known to say that SRM is the least important of all the vitals. Yeah, yeah. as long as you get close, because 
I don't know anybody who can look at a beer and give me an exact SRM <clears throat> right. estimation of what that beer is. There's not a chance. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to give us an estimated ABV uh, or uh, estimated original gravity of 1060. Um, so <laughs> seems pretty good. Uh, then our hopping looked like, though, and I talked with, I actually talked with Jeff, so I might change this up a little bit. So right now we have Citra as our bittering hop. So who's Jeff? Oh, Jeff is the assistant brewer at Pitchfork. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. Sorry. I. Yeah. Good call. Uh, <laughs> I know who he is, but. Yep. <laughs> you just talked to this random dude named Jeff. Yeah. So I talked with Jeff at Pitchfork. He's the assistant brewer there, uh, and he was saying that he's been doing a lot of reading on this particular style, and a lot of people are recommending doing something like Fuggles. Okay. In the as as the bittering, like a like a good English yeah. variety, uh, and then do all of your American stuff later in the boil. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, so I think we're we're gonna change that up. I'm glad we get, I got a chance to talk to him. So I'm gonna change the uh, the Citra. Uh, we're looking for about 38 IBUs there. So I'm going to change that to Fuggle here. Yeah, this doesn't even say you can't do that because it's American or New World finishing hops. So it doesn't really matter what you use for bittering. All right, so we need. We're gonna put that at 16 minutes. Was our current IBUs is so if I use two ounces, uh, okay, that gives us twenty-eight. Okay, so we need more. Increase. We need more. Increase. 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 That's too much. Decrease. <laughs> Decrease. Okay, we're gonna use two and a half ounces of Fuggles at sixty minutes, and that's gonna give us thirty-five point eight. Actually, hang on. Instead of Fuggle, let me try something here. Add hops. Okay. Yeah, the alpha acid on that is a little bit better. It's going to give us a similar flavor profile, I think. So let's see if I can get away with just that. Perfect. All right. Because I hate using halves if I don't have to, uh, we're going to use two ounces of Willamette. Mm -hmm. And that way we can keep it all U.S. There you go. Um, we're going to use two ounces of Willamette. It's... Uh, at 60 and that will be our bittering big, our, our big bittering addition and then uh we're going to use uh, half an ounce of amarillo and half an ounce of citra at 30 minutes <clears throat> and then the other half of amarillo and citra at zero and so that's going to leave us with 60 ibus beautiful right um yeah, and uh, we're going to then ferment out with um, uh, 1056. So that's going to hopefully put us around like the 6.5% range. I dig it. Yeah, should Let's be do pretty it. good. That's a good idea. All right, well, we should probably wrap up now. We got the recipe locked in. Yeah. It's unchanging. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here and uh, clean out a... Kegerator. Kegerator. Yep. Damn. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in uh, this week, and I hope you enjoyed our uh, our stories of misery. <laughs> <laughs> so please uh, crack open a homebrew and commiserate with us. Mm -hmm. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.